Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there lived a princess and- Hold on! It's not that kind of story. Hello everyone and welcome to Storytime with Charlie and Friends. During this podcast, I will share a few stories of different events and encounters I have experienced with others. Oh, and don't worry, you will be told different sides of each story. But these will not just be any ordinary stories. These are moments in my life that have allowed me to learn something new and have allowed me to grow as a person. With these stories, there comes some laughter and even a sense of fear. So fasten your seatbelts because we are about to take a trip down memory lane. We are going to be kicking off story time with a story that I consider to be a near-death experience. Looking back, I do kind of laugh and think, how in the world did we get ourselves in this situation? But on the other hand, looking back, I do get the shivers. This experience has, in a sense, scarred me. So, without further ado, I'm going to be telling you the story about the time my family and I got lost in the Cherokee National Forest. First, to give you some background information, I used to dance and I was on a competitive dance team. We would travel to different cities and go to dance competitions to compete our dance routines. At this time, our dance competition was located in Charlotte, North Carolina. The trip to Charlotte went smoothly and was fun, with the help from my dad who had printed out the directions to our hotel. However, the trip home from Charlotte was a whole different story. My mom, my grandma, who I call Mimi, and I stayed in Charlotte for a couple of days and a couple of nights. A girl's trip, as one may say. We were having fun and making many memories. As the competition came to an end and we started to pack all our things, we were sad to leave but also really looking forward to going home. Keep in mind that we left Charlotte very late at night and it was pitch black outside. As we began our journey home, we began to have some navigating problems. We were going down sketchy back roads that didn't look very welcoming or safe. After that little excursion, we finally made our way back to the interstate. As time went on, we began to get hungry. We soon saw an exit that had an outback steakhouse, so we took that exit. And this is where it took a turn for the worse. To make a long story short, we ended up getting lost and couldn't find outback, nor the interstate. We then stopped at a gas station to ask for directions. Probably not the smartest decision. My mom was the one who went inside to get the directions. After that, we were off on an adventure that none of us would forget. To get more insight on what happened next, I have my mom here to tell us what driving was like through this stressful adventure. So, hello, Mother. Hello. Um, so I am t- 
talking about our adventure um, in the uh, Cherokee National Forest. Oh, no. Okay. And um, I would just like you to give some insight on, like, mm. what driving that was like and what you were going through. Oh, and, okay, so let's start from after you, we got directions from the person at the gas station. Okay, when we were in Boone, North Carolina. We were in Boone, yes. Okay. Well, I was asking for directions to, I know one way when you leave Boone to come back through Johnson City, it's, Narrow, curvy, curvy roads. I just, I didn't want to go that way. I was trying to see if there was a better way. So, the guy at the gas station said, just, when you go out of here, go straight. Just go straight. Do it all the time. Take you right into Johnson City. So, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. I remember passing... What was the name of that college over there on the left? Um, um, Appalachian State. Appy State. Yes. That's really the last piece of civilization I remember seeing for, I don't know, the next couple hours. And it was late and dark. And and I just suddenly realized it looks like we're in a forest. There's there's no houses. There's no lights. There's no power poles. There's nothing. After when? Just I don't know. Just it wasn't very long. Okay. And I mean the the trees. Uh, all you could see beside the car were just trees like you've never seen before, the forest trees. Well, you could tell we were inclining up on a road that really wasn't even a road. It's maybe something you would four-wheel on. Mm -hmm. Look to the side. There was ice and snow piled up on the side. Luckily, there was nothing on the road. Well, we drove, we drove, we drove up, up, and curvy. You would come out of a curve right back into a curve, right, right in, right out, right in, right. Well, at some point, you could tell we were starting to come down, so that made me feel better. We're off of it. We're, we're coming back into civilization. And how fast would you say you were driving? Oh, I doubt I was even doing five miles an hour. Yeah. Maybe was, two or three. You couldn't. It was that curvy. Oh, nonstop. And you could look to your left, and it, you could tell it's nothing but a drop-off. Mm-hmm. And then, the, the, but the, the to the right, it was straight up, like a, an embankment. So, I just tried to hug to the right as much as I could. Well, like I said, then you could, we were coming down at that point. Yes. And I thought, great, we're out of it. Well, I don't know why then, but my mom took out her phone. Mimi. 
you mean me? And her phone had service, which we couldn't believe. And it showed we was getting ready to go up another mountain. And mm-hmm. I said, I can't. Can't do it. Can't. Can't do it again. No. Can't do it. Uh-uh. And she just started praying, and I started praying. And she said, you can't do it. You've got to do it. We've got to get out of here. Well, so we went up it. I don't remember how long the first one was. Maybe, I don't, just a guess, say, 32 miles. But this last one showed it was like just going to be 16 miles. We'd later look that up, but once we were finished, we knew that one didn't take as long as that first one did. So, and she just guided me through it with her GPS. She would say, okay, it's going to get real, real sharp to the right. Going to be, okay, it's going to come back to the left. Okay, you're going to go again. And that just kind of helped me a little bit to kind of, and it got my mind off being so afraid. But anyway, some reason that helped me a little bit. As we were coming down at the end of the second one, there was a big sign on the right side of the road with a big old metal gate thing across it, which was open. And I remember seeing that when we first started on this, on the other end. And the sign said, you are now leaving Cherokee National Forest. At that point, that's when we knew Mm-hmm. We had been in the Cherokee National Forest. Yeah. And we just kept going straight, and uh, we started seeing civilization, and we ended up um, behind Bristol Motor Speedway Dragway. That's the road we came out on. Yes. Um, and what didn't you say, um, while going up the first incline or whatever, you saw a big... Um, Deer? Oh, no. Well, <laughs> when we come off of that first one, up and down, when we come to the down, it leveled off maybe, I don't know, 20, 15 or 20 feet. And there was a road to the left. Mm-hmm. Because Mom had done seen on that GPS was getting ready to go up another mountain. And in my mind, I was thinking that man said, just go straight. But anyway, I hung a left. And all of a sudden, I don't think it was a deer. It was the biggest, I don't know what it was. Moose? Maybe elk. I don't know. If it was a deer, it looked like a deer on steroids. It was huge. (laughs) The body was huge and the horns was huge. Anyway, it was standing right in the middle of that road just looking at us. Yeah. But that, like I said, that little area right there was a little more level. And I just was able to turn it around and turn right around where I was going back, going straight, like he said to. Mm-hmm. Um, and during this time, it wasn't too cold to where it would snow, was it? I don't think it was. No, but it had to be. And that elevation, because remember, we looked to the right and saw that snow and ice on the side. Exactly. So, like, it, like it wasn't that cold to no. snow. Like where we live, but we were so high that there was snow. Yeah. All, there was snow all around us. Yes. So we knew something wasn't right when we saw snow um, beside of us. Yeah. 
Um, so that was very stressful. Um, would you say that was the most stressful experience you've ever gone through? Stressful, horrifying, scary. At one point, at one point, I remember all of us, I think all of us kept to ourselves, but at one point, I know each of us knew that that was the end, that we did, that we were going to die today, but we luckily made it through. We're still alive today. And it's like nobody believes us. Um, and we tell other family members and yeah. They they act like we're not telling the truth. But even your dad said, Oh yeah, I've been on that road before. You wouldn't be on this road because it's not a road. Nobody would be on that yeah, road. It it was it was very no, it was very out there. Um, so thank you for talking with me today. You're welcome. And is there any um advice or anything that you've taken from this experience? I will never ever leave home. To a destination I am not familiar with, ever, without a GPS, never. And never take directions from a stranger. I mean, it could have gone, it could have gone real bad. Yes, yes. You don't, we didn't know where he was leading us to. Um, but luckily we're safe. Um, and we couldn't even turn around and come back out of it because the road wasn't wide enough to turn around. We had no option but to keep going straight. Yes. Well, thank you for talking with me, Mother. You're welcome. This adventure was something and is something I will never forget. If there is one thing I have taken from this experience, it would be to never take directions from a stranger. Well... That is the story of the time my family and I got lost in the Cherokee National Forest. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned to hear more about my crazy adventures.